in September of 2004, I was on a business trip to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and I had just arrived at the hotel. I received a frantic phone call that my dad was in the hospital sick and he may, may not make it. So I was told to, to, to race home, which I did, race home in my car, race right down to the hospital, I had my suit and tie on, went up to the hospital room, and what I saw really shocked me. I walked into the hospital room, which was cold, clammy, and dark. And I saw my dad lying on the bed with tubes stuck out of his neck, running into a dialysis machine, and two nurses there just watching him. And it was very eerie and quiet. I asked the nurses, I said, how long is he on the machine? And they said, 90 minutes. And I said, how much longer is it going to be? And they said, 90 minutes. And for the first time in my life, I felt completely helpless, like I could do nothing and out of control. And all I could do was sit there and watch my dad and his kidneys being pumped by a machine. After 90 minutes, when it was all, when it was all done, I asked the nurses, I said, what's next? And they said, we have to wait. I said, what does that mean? I said, we have to wait. And so I got it. That meant that my dad had a 50-50 chance of making it that night. So I asked him, I said, what should I do? And he said, well, you can stay here or you can go home. But we recommend that you go home. So after a while, I thought about it and I just said, they're right, I'm going to go home. But when I got down to the parking lot, it was a beautiful September night. All the stars were out. It was about 78 degrees. It was absolutely perfect. That moment, I said, I'm not going home. I can't go home. I'm, I'm just completely helpless here. So what I did was, I came up to Lutheran Church of Hope, and I had been away from the church for about 30 years, but I started to come back. The, feeling helpless and out of control, I needed to go someplace and just sit in the presence of God. So what I did was I came up here, and it was surprising because it was 10.30 at night on Thursday, and all the lights were on. And I walked in, and all of a sudden I heard a voice. The voice said, hello? And I said, hello? And the voice said, hello? And I said, hello? Because I didn't see him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a man pops out from underneath the media booth. And he said, can I help you? And I said, I said yes. I said, my dad's in the hospital and he may not make it. He said, can I pray for you? And I said, yes. So we sat down. He prayed for my dad first. And he prayed for me. And I also prayed. And I said, God, if you save my dad's life tonight, I'll give you my life. So I thank him for praying for my dad and I. I went home, felt a little bit better. The next morning I got the phone call that I wanted to hear, which was that my dad made it. And then I also remembered the night before the promise that I made to God. So I said, well, what can I do to, to fulfill my promise? And I signed up for a class called Alpha. And Alpha is a class which you come to bring your questions about God, about faith, about life, about all kinds of things. And it was very, uh, when I signed up for it, it was very intimidating because when I walked through the doors, there was over 300 people there. I didn't know anybody. But when I came in, something was different because I really felt welcomed. And I really felt loved right when I stepped through the doors. And when I signed up for the class and when I got to my group, all the guys that were in my group were very kind and welcome. And we all hit off right away. All throughout the session, my eyes and my ears were like lasers to the people that were doing the speaking throughout the, the sessions because everything that was being said was going right into my ears and right into my heart. It was something completely different because I had never heard that before. And throughout the whole session, there's uh, talk throughout, throughout the session of, a, of a, a weekend retreat called the Holy Spirit Retreat. It's a two-day retreat, Friday and Saturday. 
Uh, it sounded a little bit spooky to me because we heard some testimonies about God changing lives. I really didn't know what all that meant, but I said, you know what, I've come this far, I'm going to do it. So I went to the retreat. Friday night was great. Saturday night, Saturday came, and the pinnacle of the retreat really is an opportunity to be prayed for. And I got to that point where I was sitting in the front row, and the person doing the speaking was six, eight feet in front of me. And I'm thinking to myself, am I going to do this? Am I going to be prayed for? And I said, you know what? I'm coming this far. I'm going to do it. So I stood up, went back. Two people prayed for both my dad and myself. And they prayed for my dad to be healed because he was so sick. They prayed for me to receive the Holy Spirit. And it was, it was an awesome experience. However, it, I didn't have what I would call the over-the-top supernatural experience that a lot of people had had. That being said, it was so really good. Two nights later on November 1st, 2004, I sat down on my couch to read the book of John. And before I read, I said this. I said, Father, please forgive me for being arrogant enough to think that just because I show up at the Holy Spirit retreat, that something big was going to happen. So I read for about an hour, and then I went to bed. And shortly after I went to bed, I started to get attacked by something in my bed. And the best way I can describe it is something was trying to pull my soul outside from inside of my body out. From, from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head. And just envision somebody trying to pull your limbs away from you, but the limbs are on the inside. And not knowing what this was, I just started to automatically fight it. So I fought it and fought it and fought it and fought it with every energy that I could, just like grimacing and flexing, and just trying to keep my soul inside my body. This went on for about 15 minutes, and I remember thinking to myself, this thing is getting stronger, and I'm losing energy. I cannot beat it. I just cannot beat this thing. So I made the decision at that point to just give up the fight. And the moment that I stopped fighting, the fight stopped inside. And there was a two-second delay. And all of a sudden, whoosh, the Holy Spirit came into my body. And it came in again, and it came in again, and it came in again. And I remember I put my hands up in the air and I said, thank you, Jesus. And the thing was is that it didn't happen at the retreat because we just talked about it by being filled with the Holy Spirit, but it happened in my bed at 10.30 at night after reading the book of John. When that all happened, I felt ultimate peace, ultimate joy, ultimate acceptance, ultimate love. And I remember when I was in my bed and I opened my eyes, I felt like a baby who was newly born, very sensitive, my skin, my sight, everything was super sensitive, under warm blankets, under the care, of my parents. Well, later in 2015, my dad eventually died. But shortly before he died, and we were there while he passed away, I was able to tell him this one thing. I said, Dad, you have done in your life what Jesus has called us to do, which is to love unconditionally. I said, I know you can't move, but you can hear me. I said, I want you to know that I know where you're going. And he looked at me, even though he's only 95 pounds and he's on morphine, he looked at me and he said, how do you know? And I said, I know. And he mustered up enough energy to give me a little smile and a spark in his eye. And then later on, he passed away. And this story is about how God took an impossible situation, my dad being in the hospital, just about being ready to die bringing me there, bringing me back to the church, saving me through filling me with this Holy Spirit, 
and then giving me the ability to tell my dad right before he passed away, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you.